Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sasquatches for 25 years. My American global awakening to the new world order. My American artificial intelligence control. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Yo. Whoa. Wow. What is today? Friggin' Tuesday? Fucking Tuesday. Jeez, man. Greg, what's going on, dude? <laughs> you guys cracked me up. Oh, this God. is Klaus Schwab. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm oh, God. calling from Davos. I can smell money. I can smell fear. <laughs> we have it all here. Oh, God. How are you? you? Did you just rhyme on purpose? You or? just rhymed. <laughs> you definitely rhymed. Uh, Klaus always rhymes. <laughs> hey, Klaus, how, co- how come you bailed on your own Davos meeting? That is fake news. I showed up. Mm. I delivered the opening speech. Okay. It's in the bookmarks. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, any, anyway, anyway. Yeah, What's going on, guys? Not much. I was going to say, you kind of brought a point. Like, uh, you guys sent it over to me, and I, I, I kind of got a gander at it, but not really look into it. So he was he was removed or left? Uh, he Well, from what I understand. So he, he, was... ended up, he ended up showing up. Well, yeah, well, from I what I from what I understand, he was there and did his thing, and then like he immediately left. Hmm. Oh, he just bounced. I from what I, I from what I understand, he did his like speech thing, but then he he like left hmm. his own fucking uh, Davos thing. He doesn't want to and hang out with so, George Soros, and then so did yeah, Soros. George, oh, yeah, Soros never even showed up. Right? He was like, "Hey, I can't make it." He put oh. out a tweet and everything. Interesting. So it is interesting. It's like, I what mean, the hell are these guys planning for? I don't know. It's just kind of like one of those parties that you're not invited to anyways, and it's kind of just like... Uh, I mean, know. but that's like all of the world's doers <clears throat> meeting the doers. in one, doers. All the world's doers meeting in one place to discuss what they're going to do. Oh. Yeah, it's well, the elite planners yeah, of this it's, planet, it's, right? It's their plans for us. Yeah. And then you have two of the biggest just being like, I'm out of here. Hmm. Well, and isn't it weird that it's like behind closed doors? They won't tell you what they talk about. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, there's, there's that a is couple weird. public clips that they put out here and there, but yeah, I don't. Um, I, I did. Oh, go ahead. I did. I did save a clip of a guy. I don't know who it is, but he was talking about the 15 minute cities where you everything you need is within 15 minutes, and so he's like, mm-hmm. that incentivizes people to not own cars. They won't even want a car. There's no desire for cars. I'm like, fuck off. Now, see, here's the here's the thing, bro. Like, yeah, fuck that's, you, dude. That's not that's not real. Like, see, that those are people that like come up with these ideas thinking that, uh, and they're right on some aspects, right? That some people in society will do that, but oh, the majority yeah. of people, like, fifteen, everything you need is fifteen minutes away. Like, Greg, where you're at, everything you need is fifteen minutes away. Right, where yeah. I'm at, everything I need is fifteen minutes away. 
Pretty most much. people live in areas where most of the stuff they need, for the most part, is like within 15 minutes away to live. Like that doesn't mean you don't yeah. want a car because trust me, on the weekend I still want to be. Like, hey, you want to go to San Antonio? Yeah, but, hey, you want to go? Let's go take a trip somewhere. Well, and that's the thing. It's only 15 minutes away because you're in a car. True that. Well, he's talking about 15 minute walking distance, but I'm not. I don't want to walk in the rain, walking. bro. I'm not I'm walking. Not, I'm not going to the store and then carrying it back my three hundred dollars worth of groceries by fucking hand. But you need a dolly. Exactly. Just get a dolly. No gas. Oh, so we all revert back to like being like hobos and just carry everything around on the cart. Yeah, when I used to work at the <laughs> yeah. uh, when I used to work at the grocery store, man, like there was this uh, there was a, an apartment complex uh, a couple blocks down by the waterfront in Portland, right? Mm. And in this complex was majority uh, older, and I'm talking 70, 80 year old uh, Chinese, Asian, you know, community. Okay. No, didn't speak English or anything, right? Yeah. And I would every, I don't know what day it was, Thursdays, Wednesdays, who knows, but every certain day of the week, you could look outside when you were up front and you could see the train coming. And I mean train by 15 or 20 of them with their little baskets and wheels, and they'd all be walking okay. in a line to the store. What? And so, so now we're talking. Yeah. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, they, they had these, uh, like, you know what you kind of think of, like, uh, like, they had wheels, like a dolly, but it was like a laundry basket almost style. And what huh. they would do is they would just they bring it in, they'd walk around the store, they fill up their basket, and then so you had to undo the basket. It's almost like their own little pilgrimage caravan type. Thing. Yeah, man, they were like, yeah, it was the uh, Oregon Trail, literally, like the New Age <laughs> Oregon Trail. Uh, so, <laughs> or the, the Thai, was it Taiwanese people? You said no. It was. Well, uh, listen, I. I I believe was it, it the Taiwan Trail. No, it was it was oh, uh, they yeah, were traveling across the country. They were Chinese. Oh. They were Chinese. There was probably some Japanese that had like their you know their because they're listen they they hang out in groups they they do like they they have their little communities right which is cool. Oh yeah. Uh, but I, there was different there was different ethnicities uh, different groups but and one I think the Chinese group that would come in was uh, you know I would say it was probably. Uh, anywhere between 10 people sometimes, and it could be up as, as many as like 16, 17, 18 people. And they would just come in in groups. Hmm. Uh, and it was just like they all had their baskets. Uh, a lot of them were married, so they were in a couple, and they were both carrying baskets. And they would just fill their basket up, and then they would leave, and they'd come back next week. And, and they always got like – Well, that's not true. They don't just leave. They sit on your toilet. They put their feet on your toilet. No, that, that's, that wasn't them necessarily. That, well, that may be some of them. But it, that was mostly like uh, – I, I feel like uh, – Taiwan, Cambodian, like uh, there was some other. Oh, okay. But uh, what they did do is they did stand at my register for a long time with their coin bags because that was that was the one thing that we knew when they were coming in that the process of checking them out mm. was going to be. In fact, when they came in, I would specifically sometimes or other people would call up extra checkers because um, holy moly! Well, because you knew like listen, money's money. I'll take money. But they they would come up and they they're obviously they would very slowly move their stuff around and then when you came up like hey it's going to be you know thirty dollars they would open their coin bag and they would you know want it and you're just like okay <laughs> thirty dollars <laughs> worth of quarters hey can we all just go back to coin bags can we do that well coin bags i mean uh ziploc baggies because they, well, yeah <laughs> they but can we all just have like back in the pirate days where we just had coin bags and like yeah. oh this is uh, oh, a yeah, thirty dollars worth of groceries and you're just like and throw out a gold coin. Yeah, you just flick them a coin, and you say, "Well, and that should cover a, it all." A good weapon to have too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, yeah, fuck throw, this. throw it at somebody. Fuck all the banks, and I'll just let's make our own fucking currency where we just go back and we chop coins in half for lower prices and all that shit. Let's do it. Yeah, you just bite off a piece of gold. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Go, 
no, it's it's interesting. That's what's interesting to me. Um, but just to kind of reference, we did a brass tax before the show, and we were talking about uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Insurance companies in Louisiana are leaving in droves because uh, there's so much disaster, like natural disaster, flooding, uh, hurricanes, all this stuff, like tornadoes, that they're just saying, "Ah, fuck it, we're not gonna we're not gonna do business here anymore because we can't afford it." So people are left uh, paying super high premiums, finding companies that are still left there, and if they're not, they're just going uninsured on their homes, which is obviously pretty terrible. But it does bring up an interesting question about how do you go forward with areas that are problematic, consistently having insurance pay for homes to be rebuilt over and over again after years of devastation. It is an interesting topic. So that's on Brass Sacks. It'll be out later today. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was pretty good. And then we did uh, Drake today on Pardon My Reaction, a new Drake song. It's pretty good, man. It was all right. It's not really my cup of tea, but it was pretty good. Still had the auto-tune. Still had some auto-tune on it, though. Do you like Drake, Greg? Uh, I don't even – is that like a gardening tool, uh, Drake? <laughs> no, that's a rake. It's close. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's the rake. You know what I mean? That's the rake. <laughs> the rake. <Yeah. laughs> my son says, who grabbed the rake? Yeah. <laughs> the rake. Uh, it was pretty good, man. He he was uh, – it was definitely like a video. It was about what 72 hours of his life is like. That's what yeah. the music video was about. And uh, pretty much it was just like, I just fucking drink a lot. I have a lot of shit. I have a feeling I don't believe him. Hmm? I don't. I have a feeling I just don't believe him. Why? Just because you have a lot of money in your rapper doesn't mean you're constantly fucking partying and like driving your cars and fucking. I think that's all he does. Do you think all he does is just party? I think he just goes out and is like out in the nightlife and uh, drinks and he goes to sports. Like he's always, he has like season tickets courtside at the the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, but none of that was in that video. None of that was, but it's, it's, uh, it's always him in the club. That's true. Yeah. With Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like hanging out with, uh, shit. There was, gee, I can't remember all the people that were in it. There were so many people, like little, little cameo shots of random people, but it is a lifestyle. I mean, I, I think that is a lifestyle for for hip-hop. You know what I mean? If that's what you do and you make I, tons I of say, money. I say fuck the club. What do you say, Greg? I say, you know what? <laughs> if you got the money, get up in the club. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and you know what? Bring bring that rake and rake in those hoes. Drink, drink, that, drink that champagne. Uh-huh. Pop those bottles. Yep. Uh-huh. Flip those bills. Come on, baby. Well, I mean, we see it, we see it here to an extent. I don't think you're 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 drinking like. What did you say they're drinking? You said pop bottles. Pop bottles. Is yeah. that like champagne? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're probably doing like Patron or something like that. Some kind know, of maybe. whiskey or gin. They they like their uh, their bubblies, bro. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking like if I'm in a strip club, you got champagne, dude. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What strip club are you going to? Uh, I've never been to a strip club where they serve champagne. Because I've been to a strip club where they serve. Well, we're not burgers. rich enough, dude. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, then maybe, maybe it's just a high class strip club. But we do see that in the studio, though. To be fair, like uh, obviously, like Ross and stuff has has children and stuff, and and Dan's a single guy. Uh, but you can tell, like, when you do this kind of work and you're just kind of doing media and you're promoting, like, there's a lot of people that just go out. You know what I'm saying? Like they they yeah. they have yeah. a, they go out on the nightlife as like a weekly thing. Uh, and just hang out with people, well, and we have yeah, the Chris. Oh, good. The strip clubs literally have a thing called the champagne room. So it's yeah. like, what do you think they do in there? You know, they they serve champagne. I doubt that's, that's what it. they do in there. Well, I <laughs> no, mean, that may be what they do, but that's not all of what they do. You know, what I'm they saying? they also have champagne. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's yeah. something else with champagne. Uh, that's that's what it is. I went in there with my grandma what, last weekend. You know, it, when you're thinking champagne. of when you're thinking of colors, what color is champagne? Pink. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, I get you. Okay. You know, you know, what I'm throwing down here. Yeah. And, and uh, so it's wa- watermelon flavored. Yeah. And champagne's also very wet. If you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So mm. there's that. Uh, it gets sticky too. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just like very removed of that lifestyle. I think we all are at this point, right? We all have families and kids and stuff. And like the the idea, watching his video, and I said it, I was just like, it must be insane having this much money and this much freedom, because I'm just not used to that. Like the idea of just like, hey, we're going out tonight every night. It just like that would never ever happen. Well, Drake doesn't have kids, right? I don't know. I actually don't know if he does. I don't think he's married. But I don't well, I mean, if we were all single, what else would we be fucking doing? Yeah, but it gets to a point, right? You're, Granted, you're, we wouldn't right. be going to like million dollar like no. champagne rooms, but no. we'd be doing shit. But then, at what age do you sit back and you just go, "What are we doing right now?" Like, because there is a point where you're older, and if you're not wealthy and you're just a uh, say, you're just an average Joe, and you're going to the club every week. There gets to a point where it's just like, this guy's sleazy. Oh, yeah. Like, they know you're by name. Yeah. Like, oh, here comes Steve. If they, What's if, going on, Steve? Yeah. If you're going to a club, you ain't going by Steve. Maybe. No. <laughs> yeah. You're not introducing, hey, baby, I'm Steve. Steve. <laughs> I always say if you walk into a bar, club, or tavern, and they pour your drink before you get to the bar, you're there too much. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You ever see those movies where they're like, mm, they just know. pour it and they just go, hey, Bill, how you doing? Dude, that actually happened to me when I oh, used no. to get stoned all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like me me and my buddy Terry, we'd get high and we would just go to uh, McDonald's oh. and get like, or no, no, it was Burger King because we'd get like the French fry sauce and, you know, we'd get yep. like the little oh, yeah. uh, yep. frozen stuff that they get. And we would go there like fucking every day. And then the the girl that worked there goes, so what's your first name since you come here every day? And I go, oh, no. <laughs> Where, what, have, what, have, what have I become? It's that realization. Just, yeah, she slapped me back into reality. I go, yeah. I'm never coming here again. I'm yeah. never coming here again. Yeah, it does. It does get to that point. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just different lifestyles, different priorities. I mean, not everyone has to conform to you need to get married, you need to have kids. Oh, no. This is the way it needs to be. If you're somebody that doesn't want to have have kids and your life and you want to just base your life on just having a fucking grand old time all the do you man no i'm i'm all about it uh i don't care i don't care if you do i'm just saying do you think that there's a point uh personally not not that everybody can't do it i'm saying personally that i there is a point where i've thought about like if i was not married and i didn't have kids and i was i'm 37 and i was just going out because i'm not rich mm-hmm. right so i'm not going i'm not doing what he's doing i'm not doing yeah. what drake's doing uh, that's different. That's you having a lot of money and being around celebrities. But if you were just going out to the bars multiple times a week, like I feel like you would feel shitty about yourself. Uh, are you enjoying? Yeah, it? yeah. But, but see, but that's that's just societal mor- morals weighing on your mind. Well, if you're in a group of people, that's one thing, right? Because if we're going out with and there's like five or six of us and we're all going out, and we're having dinner and drinks and shit and having mm-hmm. a great time, fine. But if you're sitting at the bar. Hypothetically, you're sitting there by yourself and you're just drinking and just watching, trying to interact with new people. I feel like that's a point where you're just like, what's going on? Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of disagree because I don't play no judgment to It's not judgment. I'm not talking about, no, not don't judge anybody else. I'm saying, would you feel, would you personally 
feel like, dude, this is like not what I should be doing. Well, that's not what I wanted in life. I, I wanted a family. I wanted that shit. If somebody doesn't want to have kids or wants to do any of that, then going out and like yeah. enjoying other people, that would be what they do. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Usually when I see mm-hmm. somebody like sitting alone, I'm thinking like they either lost something, like when lost you, their when family. You, yeah. Or they got a problem. Well, when you job. really get worried is if the person is alone and just like sitting in the house and literally not doing anything. Yeah. That's what, I mean, and maybe they're enjoying themselves that way. Maybe they like playing, maybe they like gaming or well, maybe they're like, I don't know. It's a, this is actually good. Uh, think how much time between the three of us, how much time you spend around your significant other mm-hmm. and children. Like yeah. how much of your day, other than work, obviously you have to go to work or you have to do things to make money. But when you're home, how much time is around those people and keeping you occupied and you doing things with them and they're doing things with you. Now, if yeah, you're a I'd person, like 80 percent, right? Right, it's a lot. Now, if you here's the deal: like, if you don't have anything, right? Say you're a single person, uh, whatever age it is, but you have no kids, no significant other, uh, and you got your friends and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to fill up your time with something. You can't. I mean, you could game, you could do that kind of stuff, yeah. and watch movies and stuff. But you're gonna want to go out, which leads to spending more money, probably. Uh, going out to dinner more often, meeting new people, drinking a little more often. And that's where it comes down to, like, in order for, like, when you see Drake and he's got money, that's easy, right? Because you're just like, he can go out whenever he wants to. He can spend as much as he wants to almost yeah, and have anything he wants to. He, can, like, he showed him in the skating rink. He showed him, like, just at the jewelry shop chilling. Yeah. Uh, but the normal person, like, it does bring a question, like, d- does it get to a point where it's it's lonely, ultimately? That you're like not with somebody else, that you're not filling up your time with a family or kids. Mm. Even if you say you don't want them, is there a point where you feel a little bit lonely? I don't know. I think it depends on the person, honestly. Yeah, because Dan doesn't want kids at all. I I think it it depends on whether what kind of insecurities you have. If you if you feel insecure enough to where you feel like you need to be with someone, yeah, to whether enjoy yourself or and just enjoy time. Then yeah, you if you were if you weren't going out and stuff, you're sitting around. You'd probably get really lonely. Yeah. But if you just if there are a lot of people that enjoy being alone, that just you know enjoy what? quiet and just enjoy doing things on for themselves on their own time. Yeah. What's that, I think um, that's like the dangers of social media too, because I know, like I know there's stay at home moms, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they don't. I mean, their job is to watch their kids, which is a fucking tough job all day. But you're hanging out with kids all day. You don't get to interact with another adult. You know what I mean? Yep. And so when you're on social media and you're seeing, it's like that perspective. When you see other people having fun and doing fun things and you're not doing it, it's like that fear of missing out or like that. Oh, man, why can't I have fun? You know what I mean? Well, then you got to realize, too, like a lot of that social media stuff that you're talking about is almost like, perspective manipulation because yeah. a lot of it, yeah. it the way it's portrayed isn't real exactly well fake, I, fake book i would say like with, with your point like i do i do know people that say and i'll say it that way they say i prefer to be on my own i prefer to do things on my own mm-hmm. like i'm very independent i don't want to be around other people i don't want to be around society and that's cool like i, I respect that because i think there are people that like that however with that said i also feel like there is a human instinct in us built into us that like you need to have connections with people. 
and you need to have interactions. Like, regardless of you saying, like, I want to be on the farthest fucking part of the world and I don't want to be around anybody. That's cool. And I believe that you actually want that. But at the same time, like, there's a reason that, like, isolation is a prison sentence. You know what I'm saying? It's because that when you are isolated from people, you become, like, not all cases, obviously, but I feel like you would become not lonely, but needing, like, you, Mm. but see, those people. I think it it depends, dude. The prison sentence thing is different because you you are isolated to the point where you literally can't entertain yourself. I, I get that. Well, you can't, there's no freedoms. You can't. Go I get do that. What you I, that was do. an extreme. Uh, I admit that, that that was an extreme case. But what, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if you were on a farm by yourself and you were keeping yourself entertained, you're doing horses, right? Um, and that may like be re- very appealing, right? Like, I just don't care about that stuff. That's cool. But I do think that regardless of what you say, like internally somewhere, I'm not saying it's a big part, but there has to be a feeling of like, like wanting to be able just to have a conversation. Because I feel like regardless of anything, and I and I listen, I, I the idea of just being out there by yourself, and we've had this discussion, Chris, yeah. is like it is. There are appealing things to it, right? Where there are you're outside of the society norm, and you're kind of doing your own thing. There are appealing things, but at the same time, there is a social aspect that I think people need. I do think people need to have those conversations. And if you're solely by yourself for six months of the year or eight months. I do feel like even if you don't say it, I feel like that does have an effect on you yeah, to some extent. There's um, there well, and like it's different at different stages of your life too. Because mm-hmm. I know I've seen stuff about monkeys where they've isolated a monkey or taken it away from its biological mother, yeah. and put it in with a um, like a fake doll. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it can't it can't be nourished. Where the doll just kind of sits there, and the baby has to do all the like, come on, dude, put put your arm around here and then he'll have to grab the, the arm yeah. yeah and and those babies end up being raised and they're they're fucking weird right yeah because they didn't get the attention early age yeah. and it's it, it but if you did get that attention and then you just decide that hey i don't want it sure that's something else that's something different it's like a, it's like this learned behavior where you're like hey i realize what the attention is and i just don't want it well so you know, just for the sake of going, because I actually think this is an interesting conversation, honestly. Like, yeah. for the sake of, like, just a little argument here. Um, you Say you have that experience. Say you, you have your normal childhood or whatever. You go, you know, you work and you're doing your shit in your 20s and 30s. And now you're 40, 50 years old and you're like, you know what? I, I'm fucking done with all this crap. Like, I, I, I actually believe that that could be the case for a lot of people, right? Where you're just like, I'm kind of, fu- I just want to go out and be on my own. Have my own little little home out in the, out in the fucking woods or out in a, on a farm. And just not really interact. But that still to me is you you can want that. And I think you genuinely want that. And it, and I think 90, even 95% of the time, that's totally fine. But I do think that there's a part where if you look at some of the best times you've had in your life, it's having interactions with somebody else or doing something or, you know what I mean? Like, it, at least for me, where like you making friendships, right? Being able to uh, talk to people, having like a going out and having an event or something. Like, it's not the times where you're just sitting by yourself in a room, you know what I'm saying, or playing a video game, or just out in the garage cleaning, or working on your bike. Those may not be the things that are, like, the the stick-out moments of your life, you know what I mean? At least for most people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love working on, I haven't in a long time, but just actually, like, when I was building the car, you know, like, those projects, Yeah, those are fun. But, like, the some of the funnest times I have are, like, things that we've done together, like, as friends, or, like, what I've done with my wife or kids. Um, those are what stand out as like memorable things. Right. And so I do feel like even if you don't say it, there's a point where 
you do long for it a little bit. You have to as a human being. You have to long for yeah, companionship. It's, it's weird that when you have dreams and stuff, you're never just alone in your dreams. There's always someone else there. You're always interacting with other people. Sometimes you don't even know who those people are, but you're always talking, doing something with another person. I, I never have dreams where I'm just alone. Yeah. And, like, and honestly, like, when you think about, like, who actually lives out of society, like, you know, if you got Austin and then you look at who's living out, you know, 20 miles out of nowhere, uh, to be fair, that's a small population of the country that are not small. It's probably pretty significant, but that are just kind of on their own. But even of those, most of them may be married or have kids on their own, right? So yeah. they have people around in communication. It's very well, rare to have you, somebody that's... You make it sound like what, if you live 20 miles an hour outside of no, a, that's, a city, you're fucking stuck there. You're not. It, you're just no, no, I'm choosing not this kind of lifestyle. And if you want to go do those things, take an Dude, hour not, drive. Yeah, but I'm not talking things. about those. I'm not talking about those like where you... I get what you're saying. That's fine. I'm talking about you're the talking people. You're talking about a hermit. I'm talking right? about... Yes, I'm talking about the hermits of the world that, that are outside that don't ever want to at all come in. Yeah, but I think that's a very, very that's small just population saying. of people. That's what I was saying. When you break it down and look at people that are single, that are hermits, right, that are living out in it's the... It's a very it's small It's a population. pretty small population. Yeah. But generally, what is your perception of a, of a hermit? I know I don't know if that's degrading. I don't really care. But if you're a hermit... They look like hobos. No, I, I don't believe homeless. that. No, I don't believe that. I'm saying it. What's your yeah, true perception? That's stink. Greg's perception. They don't have to impress anybody. All hermits just stink and look like hobos? Absolutely. <laughs> so matter of fact. No, I'm serious. What is no. your actual perception? Like in your head, when somebody says, "What describe a hermit, what is your description of a hermit? Uh, my description of, uh, of a hermit is a guy or, or, or girl or yeah. someone that uh, just doesn't want to be involved in the societal norms and sticks to themselves. Hmm. You know what mine looks like? What? Green. He's always green, and he's uh, wait, in with wait in color. And like, yeah, and then he's like, he always he talks like this. Well, hi there, everybody. Oh, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I'm Hermit. <laughs> Hermit. That's a Kermit the Frog. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never heard of Hermit the Frog, but hey, we're Hermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ah. did it again. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I feel like for me, like uh, a hermit is a person who's jaded by society. That's what I think of a hermit the first time. Person that was either wrong, like or, shunned, not shunned, but just like you know, fed up, fed up with it. Like when I say I'm jaded on the homeless, it's because I've been around it and mm -hmm. I've dealt with it. And like some people are fine, but I used to care. And I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And okay. so yeah. I, what I mean is like a person who is jaded by society that just says, I'm, I'm fucking done with it. And they go out and they're on their own. And and to me, it's always like I don't I don't picture those kind of people as like friendly. And I'm not saying they're bad or mean. I'm just saying they're not friendly people in my what I would consider a hermit. Right. They're just people that are like grumpy, want to be left alone. And that's how I perceive like a hermit. Right. Mm. And that has to do with, And that's what I was talking about. Like. Like, you're happy because you're by yourself, but are you happy? Or is it just you trying to escape what you don't like? Well, that, and you got to think, too, that's just your perception. Of, it is. Of you have to be happy to, you have to interact with other people to be happy. But that's what, I guess that's what my question is, ultimately. Do you think that in, in like, a, a normal human being, just a human being, yeah. our DNA, we're all one, 
I mean, we can agree with that, right? Like we're all like built off the same principle. We all have different personalities, but we're, we're humans. We have these instinctual things. Mm-hmm. Like, do you honestly think that like having no interaction with another human can make you happy? Like that's, that's really what my question is. I think is. in some circumstances, people that live on their own or, and don't do that are happy. I think that's what they want. I think I that's think they what want they want to be isolated. Yeah, they want people to be isolated. That's why they're raising up AI bots. They're creating these things and oh, sex bots. Sure, so, uh, I mean, look at these freaking. I wasn't you know going. I, mean? I wasn't going at this as like that's what the government wants. No, I think if you're if you're isolating yourself and you're living out, like out in the country and you're like staying away from all the societal bullshit, I think that's a that's a complete opposite of what that of what they want. Yeah. But that's, I mean, by yourself, though, I think that there's some uh, psychological effects and damage that that might, might incur. I mean, mm, you'll... I disagree. You won't really have anybody to kind of... Because I, I don't know. I think that when I have... You have the best times and the worst times with other people. Yep. You know? And you kind of need that interaction to kind of weigh against yourself, too. Because who's going to call out your bullshit? normally like when you're talking to somebody and like you notice that you're doing something over and over again and then someone just says hey look you you keep doing this you gotta stop doing that be like oh yeah wow i wasn't even well yeah but if you're living by yourself you say no i don't have to stop doing anything this is my fucking life true yeah it's true depends on you know how long you want to live and stuff like what if you're doing something that's detrimental to your health so what why is that why is that your problem it's not I, that's what I'm saying. As long as you no. don't care about how no. long you don't. You yeah, know. you have like you have your own choices, and I, I think like and that's the thing is like it's not. It's to me this is not like a criticism to people that want to be on their own. It's a, it's an honest question. Yeah. Uh, because I I would argue, uh, in a lot of cases that like you're not that happy being on your own, and I think that like hi- history proves the fact that like in order to survive and to like there was always tr- a tribe. You know what I'm saying? There was always a group. Like you, even in the earliest days, depending on how how you feel about how the Earth was created and evolved, like you got into a group, you traded with people, you like hunted with certain yeah. people, you mated with people. Like it was always about being around. It didn't have to be large groups, but just peep other yeah, people. Yeah, because uh, human beings are social beings. Right? If They're, you say uh, like I'm happy to be by myself, I would say that's great. Like I think that you probably are. But my question to you is, I don't know that you're actually a happy person because you're in a position where you feel like you'd rather be around no one tells me that something happened to make you not happy. You know, like, that's how I always look at it. Like, what led you to the point where you said, I don't want to be around anyone? I'm talking not not to your point about being able to go out and do shit, right? Yeah. I'm talking about to the point where you want to go out in the middle of nowhere in the mountains and be completely alone. Well, that that's, yeah, that's different. I think that clearly someone that is just living in the middle of nowhere obviously had something in their life that made Traumatic. them go fuck everyone else. Exactly. And exactly. and just for clarity, Dave, you're talking about permanent living by yourself, not like the weekend getaway. Oh like, no! Hey, yeah, I had a good time oh. to clear my mind. No, it's like permanent. No, and to Chris's point, like you know, this is uh, I've always I've always been a guy who likes to shop. I like to go out in public. I like being around people. Like I like going to concerts and games. Yeah. I, I like people. I do. And like we always talk like Chris, you're more of like I'd rather just be kind of out out in the out there a little bit on on some acreage. Yeah, and if I want to go into this thing, I can. And I will say that like moving here like it's been a, and that's a real conversation that we've had like me and my wife where we're saying 
like that that doesn't sound bad you know like getting a couple acres and, and like being a little more secluded but close enough that i could still do the things i want to yeah and that's cool man but see that's not you removing yourself from society i never thought like chris you want to remove yourself from society like i, I don't think that's the case and and what i'm bringing up really was more der- derived towards people that are uh, in the extremist form of it you know what i'm yeah. saying uh, and again, if you're married and you go out there and you, you start a family and you're just like raising your kids, homeschooling them, and you're out on your own, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think you can be genuinely happy doing that because you're, however you're making yeah, money. Look at Little House on the Prairie. Sure, we, we that's how we survived for many decades and years. And which is interesting because there was just a guy on Joe Rogan. Uh, his name is Peter Zahan. He's a like a geopolitical strategist guy, and he says within the next like. 10 to he said within the next decade but i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say within the next 10 to 20 that like societal society is gonna end up having to revert back to like early 1900s style of living see i have a hard time with that one like i feel like and he didn't really explain very well from what i heard but i'm assuming like technologically will be there but just the way people live and the way things work will be more like early 1900s. Hmm. I, I don't know if I can get on Because he's trip. also predicting China is going to collapse. Russia is going to collapse. Wait, so who who predicted this? Uh, Peter Zahan or something. He's a, Peter Zahan, I think that's how you say his name. He was on Joe Rogan. He was a political strategist and author. He was talking about... The collapse to go of, like backwards. He was talking about the ch- collapse of China, the collapse of Russia, and we've heard. I've heard multiple people talk about their, yeah. their collapse. But he's he's ultimately. I don't. I didn't watch it, but uh, from what I sounds like, he's just saying that they're going to collapse, and we're going to get to a point where we need to be a lot more self sufficient, and uh, in turn, like society's going to be well as a people and as a country. Yeah, yeah. But see, that kind of goes to what you were saying a little bit ago, Greg, uh, when you were saying like they want people to have everything within fifteen minutes, and if you really think about it. That is a very 1900s vibe. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if you go back to the old communities, right, in the 1900s, like most people didn't have vehicles because they couldn't afford them or they were brand new. So they everything, their stores, their all good stores, all their tailoring, everything was in, in the, walking in, distance. In the cities, yes. But then you, everyone outside of that were their own people. They're, they're farmers. They're fucking growing their own food they're yes. had their own cattle or hunted and all that shit yeah so it depends on what side of the spectrum you 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 fall well yeah. there's a yeah. difference between self-sufficiency and self-isolation and being self-sufficient and being self-isolated don't have to be one and the same but sometimes it it does require that because of the nature of the work and mm-hmm you know, but I don't know. I just, you know, me, a hermit looks like Jeff Bridges, you know, in the big Lebowski. You got kind of like this long shaggy haired look. You're not like, you're not trying to appeal to anybody because you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And so there's a- that aspect where you don't necessarily have to be the, the most clean. You don't have to look good. You don't have to like, you know what I mean? And so there's something about that where I'm not saying that that's everything, but I'm just saying like when you like, get yourself fresh and you try to attract a female like there's something to that where you feel good about yourself and there's better there's other ways definitely to make yourself feel good like 
making something like being like, Oh my God, I built this house. I'm living in my house. I, I figured out how to uh, unclog my chimney. Like it was going to set my whole house on fire. And I, you know, when, uh, Chris, when your whole, um, when your ice froze or when your water froze yeah. in your fifth wheel, it's like, what the fuck do we do for water? You know, I live it's off like the this, backup this, water I already had. Well, there you go. So I'm just uh, like throwing out these ideas of hermits, I think are the complete, um, what is it? Personification of self-sufficiency. Yeah. Well, and, th- and that's kind of the, the thing where, like when, j- like you were just referencing, when the, the weather got super fucking cold and everything was like freezing. And yep. I-, I liked the fact that I didn't have to rely on this system to survive. Like, I, I enjoy using it, but if that fucking fails, I know I'm good. Mm-hmm. What'd you have, though? I have, well, I have fucking, if the power went out, I have fucking generators. If the water gets froze up, I have, I had water I could use. Like, but I, if there's I, no gas, if there's no water, but that's, not, see, that's, the, that's where. Well, if there's no gas, then I use electric because I have a generator. Yeah, but see, I think that's where, like, a lot of people try to, like, give you that gotcha thing, and they're going to say. But then you also you wouldn't have gas, or you could just cook they, over but fire. But they would say without this society, you wouldn't have a generator. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's. No, I'm not knocking society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like knowing that I'm prepared if that fails. Yeah, you're, you're prepared. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and, but see. I know, the, how, I know, I know, I feel like I would be good, and I would know how to live without it. Yeah, yeah. I, what I, is it without what? Without being able, like, people that live in a fucking apartment in downtown whatever city are not going to mm-hmm. be able to survive without that city. Well, I without mean, being well, able yeah, to walk I, down, without being able to take the elevator down, walking across the street, going to the grocery store, and get whatever they need. If shit yeah. was to revert back, and you had to depend on farmers and depend on all the shit, those people are fucking lost. Yeah, but you can't, we can't generalize. I mean, because, like, we don't, like, just saying, like, the person in an apartment is not prepared. Like, they could be very prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, just as you are. Like, you're just saying, like, I have a generator and I have no, an extra I... supply of water. And, like, anybody can do that. They just don't. A lot of people don't. But what about, I mean, grocery stores, everybody depends on those. I mean, yeah, Chris, you've hunted before and stuff, and it sounds like you kind of know what you're doing. But a lot of people don't know how to hunt. Exactly. And hunting mm-hmm. takes forever. It, I mean, you're not going to find a deer like when you want it. Yeah, but you got to wait, and you don't need to find a deer every day. When you get a deer or an elk or whatever, that's a, a month worth of fucking meat. It depends on what family. Yeah, I mean, how big your family is, and you know who you're and feeding. If you can store it. Are you going to store it underground? Do the uh, the six foot method. I mean, if it really store got it. if it really got down to that level, yeah, you kind of have to do what you have to fucking do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that to me is the bigger problem when you're talking about that, right? It's just, it, to your point, like, as far as the cities, it's like, if, if things were to ever collapse and get to a point where, like he was saying, like, it's going to revert back, mm-hmm. like, being in that kind of a tight city is going to be problematic. You'd see a lot of people that would obviously disperse out and be in an area where they can where well, they can more. Well, and granted, you got to think, too. We're talking about the, the early 1910, 1920, 1930. Was still there was still fucking electricity. There's still... 
societal norms. There was still all that shit. It was just a very simpler time than it is now. Well, his population was a lot less, and that was that was another thing too, right? There was just less people. Yeah, but but I, I'm not saying it, I I don't really know exactly what he's what that guy was referencing when he said that. Uh-huh. I just I feel like if you go back to that time, people were very more. Uh, family group oriented with like either their very close friends or just their family. Mm-hmm. It was very. Uh, but don't you think that that was out of necessity? Like they needed to be close exactly. because that communication relied on their survivability. Yes. Yeah. Whereas now you don't need that. But I think that's what he's talking about. Like, I mean, this, uh, that guy on Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd have to see it because I, I like, I feel like that's, he didn't, from what I, from what I listened to, he didn't do a very good ex- explanation of why he thought it was going to I be just, like it's, that. it's vague in the sense of like, what is it, what does it mean to say that? Like, are you talking about like going back to where it's more of a community feel like where people are like relying on other people in the actual community? Cause like it, we talked about this with like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, in you know, when I was in Portland and I was working in the restaurant area, like, you know, food for restaurants, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people chose to go to the farm and just get their own meat. Yeah. Like, they would go to local farmers and they'd pick up their steaks and stuff and use those for their restaurants because they were higher quality. They could get maybe better deals, right, getting from mm-hmm. these farmers. Whereas, like, you know, we're selling Tyson, IBP, you know what I'm saying? And, and they're great. But it's not the same as as, as I, a, as I feel a local like he's farmer. he's insinuating that that kind of shit is is probably going to go away for the most part. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I could be way wrong because he didn't explain what his thought process behind that. Well, obviously, if he's on Rogan and he's explaining it, like I mean, Rogan listens to him, and and you know, there's that vibe. So you have to like listen to him. I I just I, I guess I'm kind of confused on like what how far are we talking here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if you're talking about trade and stuff being maybe problematic right or if we're going back to like where we're producing our own goods yeah more i get that i think that should be happening anyways yeah he didn't he didn't elaborate on that part Hmm. what do you think greg what do you think life would be like if we reverted back to the early 1900s weird i think that we must master the future Klaus knows what is best for your future, and oh you must listen. No, that's. Uh, uh, I think that if we reverted back, I think just in an instance, I think that a lot of people would be fucked. It's just like watching. Uh, we just talked about this before we went live, but there's a new show out called The Last of Us, and it's yeah. about this uh, biological event where a lot of people like turn into zombies, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like that, like where if the, the power goes down, and even Klaus Schwab said it, you know, it's a frightening scenario of a cyber attack. It would uh, make COVID look like a blip on the radar. And I think he's right, because hmm. if if we weren't allowed to use the Internet, yeah, your, your social media, you can't get on Facebook, bah, boo-hoo. But yeah. you can't communicate. Orders can't be placed. You can't well, distribute. I don't you think the internet. I don't you think the internet's going away. I, sure. I think technologically, it, we're still going we, to be the same. But I feel like, as far as the way people live and lifestyles, I think 
I don't but know. If Maybe we that reverted might... back. If we reverted back at all of a sudden and we just went back to like 1900 style, like we would, we'd have horse drawn buggies, you know, there's, there's little lo, uh, locomotive. Well, yeah. And, and, the, and that's, we... that's where it gets confusing. It's like, where is, what aspects of the early 1900s are you talking about? Well, it's like so far back. That's yeah. the problem. Cause if they would have said, we're going to go back to like the 1970s. And it's like, okay, so oh, we, yeah, that's fine. where you're not ordering <laughs> shit online, where you're just, you know, you got this family and you go to the grocery store and you got your goods right here and, and life's simpler. Well, I don't think that part is going away because. Well, could I, I have an afro? If you want. Because, I mean, if we're going back to the 1970s, I'm going full fro. Would bro. you perm your hair? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I feel In like you would. Instant. You would? He, yeah, he and has have, the hair would, to do it, dude. I would wear bell bottoms. I'd get like those um, very light shirts that are made of silk. Dude. And I'd open it down to <laughs> yeah. the belly button. He would. He would open that thing up oh, all the way down man. to the belly button. I'm not. We don't yeah. need to bring back that style. The style of people. Well, we could. What about I mean, the massive sideburns? Those yeah. are cool. Nah, let's just stick with beards. That's fine. Okay. I mean, that '70s show was pretty popular. That, <laughs> I mean, there's actually that '90s show coming out. I know it doesn't look that good. In ah, my opinion, it looks good to me. Really? No, I want. I'm gonna watch. It. I'm gonna watch it. There's no doubt. I just don't know if I'm gonna like it. Uh, see, um, I, I don't I, think internet's going to go away. I think he's that guy is referencing something else. I don't think internet and that kind of shit's going to go away. No, you said that before. That's not like tech, um, technology. Even just recently, somebody tweeted to Elon and was like, "Hey, if there's some weird shit that fucking goes on, there's a cyber attack. What what's going to happen?" And Elon actually responded to the guy, and he just said Starlink. Yeah. I mean, sure, but I guess. I think I Starlink is one world internet. I mean, everybody's yeah. concerned about this one world order. I mean, what do you think Starlink is? Yeah. Like, who can compete with satellites? No one. Well, no, and it's like a monopoly almost, right? It's like who can get one up there yes. to compete? Well, and that's that in that aspect, that may not always be a bad thing, just depending on what kind of personality is running it. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's that's the thing. When you get a guy, he seems like a savior, if you will, right? He's fixing Twitter and all this stuff, and that's yeah. why I've always had a distrust yeah. for him. But then at some point, it's like, dude, you're running, you you have control kind of of the electric market and the cars. SpaceX is now yours, which NASA is insignificant. Now SpaceX is the new one. Now you're talking yep. about internet, yeah. and so it's like you're starting to monopolize. And now you're becoming one of one of the people that a lot of people distrust in. Possibly. Well, and not only that, but I just on this new Strange Donna episode. By the way. The Strange Sauna episode will be delayed by a day because oh. I've just there's so much shit going on that I have not had a lot of time to do it. But um, it's about deep underground military bases, and Elon Musk owns the Boring Company, which is these large boring uh, yes. devices yeah. that yeah. literally just build underground tunnels. Well, he has tunnels in Vegas where only Tesla cars can go to. Is it Vegas or LA? I think it's. I thought is it was LA? LA? He was doing a test thing in Maybe LA. Maybe it's in LA. That's what he was talking but about. But he has tunnels that go down that only Tesla cars can go in to escape traffic. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's really preceded much, though. I don't think he's really yeah, done that know. too much yet. I mean, if you're looking into it, that's cool. But I don't know if that's really like a big thing right now. Yeah, the LA tunnels, um, he had plans to make two of them. One of them failed. And I don't even know if the other one took off yeah. either. Yeah, I was going to say, but I know one said failed. It's too he's like, it's too expensive. Yeah. Like, to go a mile, it takes, you know, a month or something. I'm just, I, I'm throwing it out there. I don't know what the exact numbers are. But yeah. 
he's like, it's, it costs billions of dollars a day to run these things, and they don't go far enough. So he's mm-hmm. like, until we fix that, then I'm not going to do this. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it's but, cool. It's cool that he's innovative and he's trying to think of that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it, it takes time for this stuff to actually work. I mean, you're talking about digging dirt, bro, right? If you're digging a tunnel, like a tunnel's a tunnel. So unless you get some machinery that just can rip through it, like in some unprecedented time, it's still a tunnel that takes forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need some kind of evaporation laser. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think shooting laser. Like you beams. just shoot a laser at the dirt and it just goes no. gone. No. Mm. <sighs> That's some Star Wars shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Mandalorian yeah, like 3. A, yeah, Mandalorian 3, man. I'm super excited about that. I mm. really am. I don't know. You You said you watched The Last of Us, though. You liked it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, it came on, like, I saw a preview of it on one social media app, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm watching this. But it's it's kind of a bizarre concept because it opens up talking about a fungus. You know the fungus that takes over those bugs? The fungus have, like, among us? Dead bugs. Yeah, it's the fungus that's among us. Yes. But it creates these corpse bugs where it, it it's like a parasite. It takes over, kills the host bug, but it's the bug is still walking around and doing things Mm. and that same fungus takes over human beings yeah yeah no i thought it was good man it was good i'm curious where the second one goes that's where it's going to be the real teller for me because it did slow Mm -hmm. down a little bit that first part was good but it definitely slowed down a little bit and uh it just character i'm not sure yet the second one is going to be well so that girl, the little girl that they're trying to protect, yeah. I have a theory about why they're trying trying to protect her, by the way, but I won't spoil anything. Okay. But I think that she is from Game of Thrones. Yes, she is. And Chris, uh, do you remember the little girl who was like the bear, something about bears? Like, Oh, yeah. I, like, she is one of the girls that's in this. Okay, she was a little badass. Yeah. In, in Game of so Thrones, at least. She's still kind of a little badass in this one, too. Kind of annoying, though. I got to be real with you. That's what I was saying yesterday. I was like, I was like annoying, her character dude. is like, uh, it's just like over the top. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck you. you know, I'm just like, okay. We can just slow this yeah. down one notch here. <laughs> I know you're uh, antsy and stuff, but yeah, we were watching it, and my wife's like, who is that chick? And I was like, I looked it up, and I'm like, Game of Thrones. And she's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, that's, what, that's who it is. Mm. Um, but she's not in a ton of stuff, but she was in Game of Thrones, and obviously that was huge, so. She's got a jaw for days, though. That thing is round. You know what I mean? That's why she's Well, mad. she looks like she's wearing a skin suit. You know that yeah, look yes, where uh, people are like, look at the, the, it looks like the eyes. You can see the skin kind of overlapping. Yes. yes. And, and I'm like, her skin looks oily and not, not saying she looks disgusting by any means, but I'm just saying like, it looks like it could be a prosthetic. Like a rubber substance. suit. Yeah. Yeah. When you see the eyes, I, actually, that makes, makes a lot of sense. When you see the eyes, they're like, it, mm. it's, it's different. It's a little bit different, but no, I think it's going to be good. Uh, it just depends on how cheesy it gets. You know what I'm saying? As a whole, this is obviously based sure. off the video game. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. That's the whole, yeah. It was a huge game, dude. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Uh, is that only on like PlayStation or something? Uh, I don't know. I will definitely want to play the game. Uh, I, don't I think used so. to own it. Uh, I so. played it for a while, but, um, I don't, I think it's on all if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Is it PlayStation, PlayStation only? only? Uh, yeah, it's PlayStation. So, okay. yeah, yeah. So that would have been 
jeez, that was a while ago. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, just PlayStation. So you're screwed. Like they come out with this <laughs> shit, but they can't come out with Zelda. Like, God damn, you know how much money they would make if they had a Zelda <sighs> HBO series? That's what we were talking about that yesterday, man. Yeah. Like, there's a they few. Would, they would kill it. Yeah, but yeah. that's what I was saying, though, is, like, I feel like every time they come out with a game, a movie based on a game, they fuck it up every single a time. A lot of the time they do. I mean, what, what ones were really good? Tomb Raider wasn't bad. I mean, it's was, it was uh, kind of like... Silent Hill wasn't It's kind of like gimmicky, thing. but, I mean, it was good to look at Angelina Jolie. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just like <laughs> one thing. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, there's like the the assassin movies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Hitman. That one sucked. Yeah, there's just a bunch of. I mean, it's not like they're. Right. It's not like they're terrible. It's just they're like you. You see the potential. And uh, well, I think the problem is is when they have they base oh, Un- movies. Uncharted was pretty good. That just came out. That was all right. Oh yeah, Uncharted, Uncharted was, was all yeah. right, dude. That was decent. Decent. Uh, mm. It was very National Treasure-esque. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, too, like that they're it. supposedly making a Bioshock movie now. Like, finally. Yes. And Now, uh, see, that's one that would be excellent. Right. So you say that. But that's that's my concern, was it, it's like it has all the right shit that you'd want in a movie. It's kind of like scary. It's got, like, these cool vibes to it. But can they actually do it? You know what I'm saying? In, in a format of a movie, right? So say it's two and a half hours yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, can they actually achieve it and make it look good and not be cheesy? Mm. And and like who? Do well, you, God of War. That's the other one I was bringing up. Like God of War. Like how in the world has that not been a movie? You know what I'm saying? It's got exactly. like the gods and it's got all these crazy fight scenes. Yeah. But it, to the point, we were complaining about that like 20 years ago almost. Well, I mean it was. <laughs> well, I think the problem 15 years ago. No, it was 15 years ago yeah. at least. Yeah. I think the problem is when they go to try to make these movies about video games the the name already has such a following sure they're like we don't have to spend a, a crazy amount of money and make this so so fucking good because we're going to make our money back regardless yeah that's that's a cop out that's so stupid that's what they do well, i know it is now, what they do but it's a fucking dumb that's why it's, they, they always make remake after remake after remake because they know the money's there regardless yeah exactly i will say that the new um what is it super mario bros or uh, it might just be mario bros yeah that looks pretty badass it's uh, all i think animated but it's, it looks pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm I'm on the fence about the Mario one, dude. Honestly, because it's um, it's Chris Pratt playing Mario, right? I'm pretty sure it's Chris Pratt. He has oh, no he has no accent at all. Like it's it, that's where people are just like, if you're gonna make it, like, can we try? Can, can we just try to like have yeah. it be similar? It's no, it, if it's a Mario movie, don't even be try to be authentic. Just be funny. Well, I think it's like probably I, if be Chris, funny. I I would have liked Chris Pratt to do a really shitty Italian accent. Oh, you guys, oh, the Hedgehog <laughs> purposely. Those are great. The Hedgehog, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog movies. He My kids like Sonic movies. Great. Well, the last one, the last one was all about freaking Illuminati shit, dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, as far as like the movie, oh, absolutely yes, one hundred percent great. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, my kids did enjoy it. I will give them that. It, they, did, but they had to fix that shit. Remember, because when he first came out, it wasn't looking right. You remember that? Oh, what? yeah. So uh, Sonic, yes, oh, yeah, his eyes were all fucking weird, and yeah. they actually had to redo it because people were so mad about. It. And see, that's the actual real problem. I think is that the fucking nerds, dude. And I get yeah, it because, like, rage. as a guy who's into Star Wars, like, heavily into Star Wars, you like, get nerdy into it. You get nerdy into it, and then you, when something comes out, and you go, "Hey, that's not freaking right, dude!" Like, you get real mad about that <laughs> shit because you know the details. 
And, well, and you're you like, know what, though? Well, they did the same thing with Game of Thrones, and then they got over it, and they, had, they made eight seasons of that bitch. So it's like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, but see, no, that's not. No, 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 no. See, to me, that's very different. Because when you're talking about Game of Thrones, like, who gave a shit about Game of Thrones before the TV series? It was, it was like, really? Yeah. Uh, when you're saying, like, God of War, or you're saying Mario, or you're saying These Star are Wars, huge you're video talking game about platforms. people that have invested years into those games and, like, really genuinely care about how it turns out. And so if you're not mm-hmm. if you're not hitting the details or you're getting the characters right, like they're gonna be mad about it. Yeah. Like they will. They're going to. And so But how uh, hard is that? You know? Well get like you got yeah, but, the script right there. Yeah, but just you you have to get somebody that's writing the movie that actually gives a shit. It's the same with Transformers to me. Transformers, yeah. like obviously yeah. as a kid, I love Transformers. The movies, the first one was fine, and then it just got shittier because I'm like, bro, this is like it's so much. There's so much noise. And just weird movements. And then they came out with Bumblebee, right, which was a different dude. And he was a fan of the show. And Bumblebee, to me, even though it's not the greatest movie, is drastically better than all of the other Transformers because they simplified the Transformers down. Yeah. They made it a little bit more like G1 Transformers. And people care about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't like these crazy, organically weird, like, Transformers. It was it was simple. And think of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Those last ones bombed because they went to the CGI fucking, like, hip teenage yeah, mutant, and they were real stupid. Bad. And they didn't even look good. No, like, the original just... ones were way better, bro. Yeah. And they were costumes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's my point is, like, they're trying to, like, make a buck, to Chris's point. They're trying to make a quick buck, trying to say, oh, CGI is going to fix all the problems, but the stories suck. Yeah. You know I mean? The character development sucks. And people don't want to see that. But all, all you have to do with, like, God of War or something or any of those is just find the right actors. They don't have to be superstars. Just find the right actors that can do the job mm-hmm. and put some money into it. Make sure that the CGI and the graphics are on point and make the storyline excellent. The storyline is the most important. Yeah. But nope. Done that, and done. It doesn't sell, man. I don't know. I think Bioshock would be sick, though. I got to be honest with you. I think that would be an absolute sick. And you know what, though? Like, we went through this phase where CGI was shit. I mean, remember Spawn? Was it? Oh, that was so. Spawn was one of the worst. Yeah, I mean, I still like it. Worst CGI film ever. It was not. I mean, it just like was disastrous with the CGI. But now it's it's getting to the point. I mean, after watching Avatar, that's like not just you know. Yeah. That's just a recent example, but. It's getting to the point where you're like, was that a human or was that a robot? I don't, you know, did somebody make yeah. that on a computer? It's or is better. That actually, real. It, it's better, but there's yeah. there are there is a thing to me where like CGI does not make up for like it, what made some of those older movies so great was just like the actual real objects that were on screen with them, and even oh, though yeah, they weren't yeah. as good, like there there was a reason that there was like a feel and you got into the characters more on like those you know, um, like Labyrinth and shit, like, right, where they had, like, yeah. puppets and these things, because they, even though they were fake, and you could tell they were fake, like... It, but they're it, scarier. They're creepier, you know I mean? and it, you also have, like, a d- different attachment. Like, your eye can tell CGI most well, of the time. Yeah, you can, and I think one of the big problems is, too, is, like, when they start doing CGI, they end up being so dramatic with what they're creating mm. that it's unbelievable. That's true. But, I mean, it's supposed to be. Right, Avatar is supposed to be completely yeah, unbelievable. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, like even if your mind is set in that like type of world, I feel like a lot of the time when they do like these crazy CGI scenes and stuff, is there are certain things that stick out, and you're like, that would never happen. Yeah, 
that's not real. You but, immediately know that's not even real, not even in your in your imagination. But go back and look at movies like Three Hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was a an old gem that you know. But think how great that looked at the time, and it it wasn't it was. like it wasn't like crazy over the top. I mean, it was. I mean, there were some scenes that were pretty crazy. But I'm just saying they use CGI and they use like the back screens and the backgroundings and stuff and all, for all of it. Yeah. But it still like felt believable in in a certain way. Yeah. Even though it was outrageous. You know what I mean? But it was more tasteful than, like, Transformers. Yeah. Transformers was uh, uh, the ultimate, like, to me, doing too much shit. Yeah. And too much sound. Too much shit going on. The storyline sucked, yeah, but dude, it was just it was, about fight scenes. way too much. Way too much. My ears were blown out, you know, from that thing. That whole time. Every time. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, dude. So, I, I don't know. I there, I don't think people, it's it's certain directors, like Michael Bay, though. Ugh. Mm. I mean, he murdered pigeons. Yeah, he's a pigeon killer. He's going to be in prison True. anyways. He'll, he'll be in prison for 10 years soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, Italy's going to go after him, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited, though. Last of Us, I'm excited about that series. And Mandalorian coming out in March, I'm super excited about that. Because that is there we go. That's right up my alley. And to ask everybody a question, and you can leave a, a comment or leave a review or whatever you want, what do you think life would look like if we – Reverted back to 1900 rough. lifestyles. Rough. Well, I don't know. We'll okay. see. We'll leave a comment, everybody. I feel like I can't grow a strong enough beard to go back to the 1900s. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be banished from society. I'm not manly enough. I don't know. Yeah. I think parts of it would be really good. No, there's... Sure. Like, the simplicity elements would be fine. That'd be great. But no one wants to do that. Who wants to go like, backwards? Like, a post-apocalyptic, like, you have, oh, like, God. no, like you, like, you have the futuristic technological aspects, but you live in, in a simpler way. Ready Player One, baby. Yeah? Where you're just on VR your whole life. I don't know. Greg, hopefully you have, have a great Coming day at soon. work. You know, just... <laughs> Klaus, from Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Yes. Master the future. <laughs> All right. Have a good Cheers week. to you, Greg. Right. Bye-bye. On to the next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.